0: Good morning and welcome to the Lakers Lowdown. I'm Anthony Irwin. Today on the show, Landry Shamit. anyone? The Lakers are apparently, if the offseason goes well, are a target for a lot of uh, veteran free agents. And we still haven't talked about Lionel Hollins and what that means for the Lakers, Mike Penberthy, etc. So all of that, here in a bit. According to Ian Begley of SNYTV, uh, the Brooklyn Nets are looking to move on from Landry Shamet. He is uh, a, a relatively underpaid, or low lower paid, I don't want to say underpaid, because he was kind of disappointing last year, but a lower paid shooting guard who uh, can stretch the floor, is capable of doing some of that, uh, but would be kind of a plan B, and this is what Bagley had to say about that entire situation, quote, the Dallas Mavericks and Los Angeles Lakers are among the teams interested in trading for Brooklyn's Landry Shamet ahead of Thursday's draft per SNY sources. Several teams have communicated with the Nets about possible trades for Shamet. Most of those scenarios involve the Nets receiving the team's first-round pick. Brooklyn is currently slated to pick 27th on Thursday night. If they traded Shamet to Los Angeles, they could move up to number 22. So I think a first-rounder is a little steep, in my opinion, for Schammett. Uh He is somebody who would immediately help the Lakers win now. Uh, but he also feels like the kind of player that they might be able to get later in a buyout situation if he's traded to a team that underperforms. So I, I would personally hold off on trading for him quite yet, especially given the other things that the Lakers have going on, uh, which involve Buddy Heald, Russell Westbrook, uh Chris Paul, the, there's a, the, the situation in Chris Paul is kind of weird, given Robert Sarver's comments out there. I just think there's there's enough on the Lakers plate right now to where if they if they do make this trade for Landry Shamit, it'll be like a plan C or a D type situation. If Plan A comes to fruition and the Lakers walk away with Kyle Lowry, Chris Paul, you know, guys of that stature, Uh, that is it is reported per Jake Fisher of Bleacher Report that the Lakers uh, could go out and get a bunch of guys to fill out their roster with veteran minimum contracts who would be well underpaid. This is what he said on the Lakers Central podcast. Quote, the good news for the Lakers is that there, there is absolutely a large amount of talk from team executives around the league right now that if the Lakers are able to get a Kyle Lowry or make this home run of getting Russell Westbrook and trading Kyle Kuzma for Buddy Heald, Let's say there's a lot of speculation right now that seems founded that the Lakers have a lot of veteran-type players ready and interested to come sign on minimum deals and go chase this ring with LeBron. This is not necessarily out of the ordinary for the Lakers. This is usually how things go when they have a pretty good team. Usually, when the Lakers look like they might make a playoff run, they'll have access to players who maybe are willing to take 70 cents on the dollar right if they look like they could contend for a finals team you have guys who might if they are 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 near veteran minimum contracts they'll take 50 cents on the dollar in this case if the lakers are out there and they look like they could be favorites for the championship because of a move for kyle lowry and or buddy healed uh if if that does come to fruition. Usually, historically speaking, they get one or two guys who just say, you know what, I have maybe a couple more years left of productive basketball in me, and I want to go out and I want to win a championship, either one more championship at the end of my career, or one last championship uh, to tack on to my my already championship-filled resume in some cases. So I, I think this is an interesting one to keep an eye on. It gives even more reason for the lakers to swing for the fences with some of their moves but it also by the way gives even more reason for teams to make the lakers pay up compared to other uh, competitive offers for various players because they know if the lakers do pull off their plan a that doesn't bode well for the rest of the nba All right, so we haven't been able to get to this because, well, I was catching up on all of the free agency madness and all of the trade rumor madness uh, coming off of vacation. But this could be kind of an interesting development here with uh, Lionel Hollins and the Lakers parting ways. Apparently his contract ran out and the two weren't able to come to an agreement in regards to what it would take to bring him back. Uh, Maybe the Lakers thought that he might get a different offer out there, and 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 wanted to let him peruse those opportunities. Maybe Lionel Hollins thought that he would have a larger role in the organization, uh, given the, the the time that he spent with them thus far. Regardless of the of what the situation is, he is out, and Mike Perthi, Penberthy, uh, the guy who has been the Lakers' shooting coach the last couple of years, he steps into Holland's spot uh, to fill out the bench. This is interesting to me because I would imagine somebody who is a shooting coach looks at the game on the more offensive side of of the basketball. And this has been something that I have been just kind of begging for is any assistant coach – with any kind of strategic chops better than the Lakers have had the last few years, not necessarily in, in, in the form of uh, an offensive coordinator. Cause that's your offensive coordinator is going to be LeBron, but just somebody to inject a little bit extra oomph into that part of the conversation in scouting reports in preparation on a night by night. And then eventually in the postseason kind of situation. So, Hollins is a very respected assistant coach, somebody who had the ear of a lot of the guys, especially at the top of the roster, and he will be mixed, missed, uh, but it's going to be interesting to see what Mike the offers in a role larger than as shooting coach. It should also be mentioned, though, being the shooting coach of a team that shot the ball as poorly as the Lakers, getting a, a, a promotion after that, I respect the grind, man. Do your thing. <laughs> So a few things to look forward to in the next couple days. Obviously, the NBA draft is tomorrow. Uh, today, though, I think we're going to start to get a little bit more clarity on the Montrez Herald situation. Uh, Michael Scotto of Hoops Hype reported that he is now kind of 50-50. He's on the fence in regards to whether or not he's going to opt in or or opt out of his current contract with the Lakers. Uh, it's going to be interesting there because I, I don't think and I have heard that he isn't all that interested in returning to the Lakers. But also, like if, if the rumor is, hey, either come back to the Lakers or, uh, or, or opt out of your contract where you could go out and get uh, free agency money from elsewhere and maybe a larger role than you have with the Lakers or opt in to your contract and the Lakers are going to send you to Sacramento, I would imagine that makes... Opting out look a lot better for for Montrez Harrell, even if he might not get as much as he would have gotten uh had he just taken the 9.7 million dollars that he was set to make this next year. So that's gonna be really interesting here because if Montrez Harrell doesn't opt in, that puts that Kyle Kuzma Buddy Healed trade in a little murkier waters, whether or not that is going to be able to, to work out. Another thing that I have to say regarding Buddy Heald, though, is, hey, usually with trades for role players, usually those trades just kind of happen, right? We, we It's not something that we, we see reported a ton. Uh, the Dennis Schroeder trade comes to mind last year, right, where there wasn't too much about it, Then all of a sudden, oh, shit, I guess <laughs> Dennis Schroeder is a Laker now, and Danny Green is in Oklahoma City. Uh, that's how things usually go with the Lakers, and we've heard a lot regarding Buddy Heald. So just a bit of a disclaimer if you, like me, are hoping that they walk away with one of the better shooters in the the league. Speaking of Schroeder, I do want to direct you to the season review of his season uh, Ali Bapurnier wrote that up for us and, and I thought did a really good job of contextualizing the season that he had, understanding why it might have disappointed some people, why it uh, was actually maybe a little underrated, all of that good stuff. And then also from SB Nation, Ricky O'Donnell uh, has his mock draft up, his latest mock draft now 48 hours before, well, if you guys are listening to this right now, now only about 32 hours away from the NBA draft. So a ton of stuff across the uh, website. If you haven't listened to our already, I thought Harrison and I had a really entertaining conversation regarding DeMar DeRozan and regarding uh, Russell Westbrook. Uh, That got about as heated as you're ever going to hear us. So if you haven't checked that out, go ahead and do that. And then I'll be back tomorrow uh, to prep you guys for one of the bigger nights of the NBA season. Until then, I'm Anthony Irwin saying have a good one.